uh, that we have the opportunity to speak with our representative in Congress, 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Yeah. uh, In a little bit, I'm going to ask you something relative to uh, Queen Elizabeth. But one other thing, uh, and I noticed that this came from your office uh, to us this afternoon. Uh, Buckley, who works there in your office, uh, got this to me pretty soon. There is now a bill uh, that the Senate passed, which I think is rather awesome, to rename the Department of Veteran Affairs Clinic in Mishawaka, Indiana, the Jackie Walorski VA Clinic. Uh, that is an incredible honor, and I think it's rather telling uh, that the Senate uh, sees in Jackie Walorski what everybody in the second and the third district saw in her as well. Yeah, we we passed this out of the House a few weeks ago, and really grateful for Todd Young and Mike Braun making sure that it saw its way through the Senate today as well. So now it goes to the president's desk. Of course, I expect him to sign it, and uh, we can put Jackie Walorski's name on the VA and. Uh, building facility up in Mishawaka, a fitting tribute. She she was very passionate about supporting the veterans. In fact, she served on the Veterans Committee uh, before I got to Congress. I took I took her place when she moved on to the Ways and Means Committee. And um, it's just an area where she and I collaborated on uh, often, uh, working for veterans in northern Indiana. And I can think of no no better tribute to her than than putting her name on that building. No, I, I think that's right, and I think that's correct. Um, it, you know, it's you, you always know how you'll be best remembered when you're not the one who gets to make the call as to how you're remembered. And so I think it's very fitting. As you said, uh, there are two groups of people that I always noticed that she showed great determination to make sure they weren't left in the dust Number one were some of the people in her district that worked, for example, uh, in the recreational vehicle uh, industry, and the other was on veterans. I think I maybe have mentioned to you before, just as you do every time we come with uh, an honor flight, uh, you come out and you meet us. The few times that we had people from her district on our flight, all I had to do was to let her office know that, you know, so-and-so from Elkhart was on our flight or something like that. And sure as the world, when the buses pulled up, there she was. Yeah, she she would always, every time I would show up, Pat, she'd already made a lap and said hello to every veteran that was there. I always wonder, how, how did she get there before me? How did she make her way around uh, the World War II Memorial? But she was so passionate for our veterans. I, I would add another group. She, yes, she was very passionate about the RV industry, which employed uh, employs thousands of Hoosiers in northern Indiana, but she was also very passionate about the unborn. And from her time at the State House fighting for the right to life to her time in Congress, um, I, I, I wish she could continue to be around as we as we advocate the, the pro-life cause with, with Roe v. Wade uh, being struck down and the Dobbs decision and this, this uh, issue uh, taking on a new life. I, I think she would be very uh, very happy with where we're we're heading uh, as a as a pro-life country and and uh, advocating for the unborn as well. Right. Uh, yeah. No argument for me on that. I think uh, I think that goes without saying. Um, Congressman, uh, you are um, in different places around the country quite a bit right now, um, campaigning for a lot of your friends and those who would like to be your friends in Congress. And uh, let me just ask you a question because. I know what I really want. Sometimes you want something so bad in your heart, you hope you haven't blinded yourself to reality. But when we look at what could maybe possibly happen uh, as we go forward into the balance of this year and into the November elections, 
Is your level of confidence about the house still as strong as it was? And because this is what I'm getting from a lot of people on Capitol Hill, uh, Congress, yes, the House of Representatives, you bet. But the Senate, eh, maybe. What's your take? Well, I'm, I'm optimistic about both. Uh, I still think we went back a, a House majority. The question is how big it's going to be. And I'm, I'm in Texas right now with Leader McCarthy. We're, in our third, we're on our third stop. We started out in, in uh, West Texas, spent the day in Houston yesterday. Now we're in Dallas, and we're campaigning with candidates, and we're raising money to help us go out and fund uh, these expensive campaigns. The, the reality is Democrats have more money than we do. They're the they're in the majority. They they um, they control the White House and the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. So their candidates have more money than we do. So we have to go out and raise money to help good candidates like Jennifer Ruth Green in Indiana and candidates around the country who had these uh, these uh, tough fights and tough districts. So that instead of just getting a majority that's uh, three or four or five seats, we have a majority that's twenty five seats. I mean that's the that that's the goal. So coming out of, of a, a redistricting cycle like like uh, this one is uh, there are some opportunities on the map that weren't there before and and um, and those dynamics are are such that 80 percent of Americans say that America is on the wrong track so they're not they're not going to rehire the same people that they think are running America down the down the tubes uh, Joe Biden and Pelosi and and Chuck Schumer they they want they obviously want uh, new leadership so in a couple of weeks we're going to unveil the Republican uh, commitment to America, which Leader McCarthy and House Republicans have been working on for many months, that'll be our new version of the contract with America. And I think, I think you're going to like it. I think Americans are going to like it all over the country because it spells out what what we're going to do when we get the majority. And that'll be a, that'll be important, Pat, because I think that will. A lot of people talk about the generic ballot, and maybe that's not as strong as what it was in uh, back in the middle of the summer. But when we when we unveil this commitment to America and show the American people what, what we're going to do with their with the majority with the opportunity they give us I think that's going to make them more excited about hiring us to do the job so as far as the Senate goes we always knew that when in the Senate because of the math there was going to be tough but the fact is there there that there are opportunities like in Nevada and Georgia Arizona um, you know it's a 50 50 Senate we never thought it was going to be more than a 51 52 53 seat Republican majority right but the opportunity is there for us to get there is it still when you're talking to people on the road or when you talk to other people from Capitol Hill like representative McCarthy and others do do they still hold it in their head that they think the Senate seat in Georgia will go to Herschel Walker and that the Senate seat in Pennsylvania will in fact go to dr. Oz yeah, I, I, I think both of those will go our way for a lot of reasons. And remember, Pennsylvania is a retiring Republican, so that's a seat that we have to hold right. to get the majority. But Herschel Walker, who's a, a absolute rock star in Georgia, um, he's that's an opportunity where we can defeat a Democrat and pick up a seat. Same thing in uh, Adam Laxalt and uh, in, um, in Nevada, that's an opportunity to pick up another Senate seat. Arizona, Blake Masters running um, against Mark Kelly, that's an opportunity to pick up a seat. So there, there are three seats right there where you have opportunities to make gains, and then you got to keep Ohio and Pennsylvania uh, in the Republican column as well. And there's a good, there's, right now, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic that we can win all, all five of those 
Senate races that I just mentioned, maybe, maybe a couple of others out there that they're spending money in as well. But the media, the media is doing what the media does, Pat. They're trying to dispel the the momentum of the Republicans and say it's you know that that the mood is changing. They're blaming the Dobbs decision and and trying to make out make this case to to blunt our enthusiasm, but. That, of course, the media doesn't want us to win the majority. That's uh, their their narrative, and uh, they they uh, the, the mainstream left wing media wants the Democrats to stay in power. So of course they're going to say that. But lots of reasons for us to continue to to be uh, to be optimistic. But we have to go out and fight for it. The Democrats aren't going to give us the majority. Uh, allow us to just take it from them. We have to go out and work hard for it and present an alternative vision. And and that's what uh, House Republicans are going to do with the commitment, America. I think you're right. I hope you're right. My 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 spirit and my heart says you're right. Um, I just you know I I was a little I was a little taken back in the election of 20. I don't want to be taken back in 2022, nor do I want to be taken back in 2024. Congressman, before I let you go, um, about four hours ago now, I was here in the studio getting ready for today's program, and then all at once from the BBC, word began to fall out on all of us that, in fact, the queen had died. And and what was shocking to me about that is two days ago, uh, she met her new uh, prime minister, Liz Truss, uh, and in fact, she also met Boris Johnson, her outgoing prime minister. He came to officially tell her, I'm leaving, and Liz Truss came in to officially tell her, I'm coming in, and then the queen challenged her to put together a government. Um Yep, she was using her cane. She was obviously old. She's 96. Little did we know that less than 48 hours later that the Queen of England would, in fact, pass away. Your thoughts on the large reach of her life and now her death, not just throughout her kingdom, uh, but the rest of the world. Yeah, so so much history. Go back to the span of of 70 years that she was the, the queen um you know, to, uh, or nearly uh, so the, the history that she was a part of, uh, always a strong ally of the United States of America. I was on the phone just a little bit ago with President Trump, who had a very close relationship with the queen. Right. And um, of course, he was uh, he was in the midst of, of writing his uh, statement as that news was fresh. And you just think about all of the American presidents from 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 long ago to, uh, to to Donald Trump and and Joe Biden that she spent time with and collaborated on on the world issues and but but through it all no matter no matter whether it was a Republican president or a Democrat president spanning um, uh, over half of a century that she was the the queen always a, str- a strong ally of the United States of America so we can I think we can always appreciate that and the the history of such so. Um, our, our thoughts and, and prayers to the, the royal fa- goes out to the royal family. And at a, at a tumultuous time like this in the dangerous world that we live in, Pat, uh, 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 the, the partnership between uh, the U.K. And, um, and the United States of America is important. And uh, I hope that that, will, that 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 will continue for a long time to come. You know, if you remember at the birth of our country what the relationship was between our two countries, it, it really is astounding when you sit back and you look at how galvanized and together our two countries are. We've got a few differences. We're a republic. They've got parliament. Um, they are a little 
more loose on some issues than we would care for, and we're probably a little more strict on some than they would like. But we have a very unique and unusual hand-in-hand relationship with Great Britain and with most of the countries over which the, she was queen, Australia, New Zealand, and many others. Um, but but it's, it's an incredible longevity that she had, and the fact that it has all stayed together. None of it has come apart, uh, as some had predicted with her. There are some, in fact, that are hoping that her son now is king, that he can do even a little over half of what she did. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. And um, I don't have high hopes that President Biden uh, will be a strong partner or ally with with um, any country in the world, but it's incumbent upon our, our leaders in America to nurture that relationship. And whether it's combat, combating uh, Russian aggression in Ukraine or China uh, blocking China from invading Taiwan or uh, other issues around the globe, uh, t- terrorism in, the, in places like Afghanistan that's rising up again, that, that partnership between us and and uh, and and uh, great and and uh, the UK is just so important. That relationship is so important. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a lot going on. Uh, be be a good boy down there in Texas. I don't know if you know this or not. They have a few great steakhouses down there. Uh, just so you know, if if you go from Dallas over west, if you go to Fort Worth, right downtown Fort Worth at the stockyards, the the steakhouse that's at the stockyards. The most fabulous steak I ever had in my life, and you've had a good look at me and my waistline. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I'm just well. I'm I'm, uh, I'm too busy for steak, but I'm always looking for good barbecue. Yeah. Oh well, you, you've got it there too, Congressman. Thanks so much, sir. I appreciate your time today. Have a good day. Yeah, we'll talk to you again. A uh, third district Congressman Jim Banks down there, seriously working hard down in Texas. Uh, this is what you do when you know that your seat is not a lock. But you're pretty certain what's going to happen, and he's fairly certain what's happening here in the 3rd District. You and I are, too. Podcasts by Federated Media.